Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. I have a, a love-hate for Misty, like most of us probably do, but I trust that bitch. If she says they miss something, they miss something. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we... Don't eat each other. I, I, I yes, we're we will not eat each other. I cannot speak for the characters on the show. That's you and true. I shall not be eating each other. We shall not. I literally am or metaphorically. <laughs> I am your host, Amy Archer, and I have the lovely Amanda Lipnack Radel. Hello. Yes, you do. Hi. Indeed. Hi. Do you I'm want so to tell excited. everyone? Do you want to tell everyone our or, our origin story of our love I would, affair? I would love to tell everybody our origin story. <laughs> It began long ago when I was listening to you talk about Little House on the Prairie. Because, A, I love me some Little House. I, too, have a toxic relationship with Pa. Okay, thank you. My love thank of Pa. You. It's yes. like like we discussed the other day, also the love of Don Draper. Toxic. Yes, yes. Toxic the more our jam, the better. Mm-hmm. Right. Not in real life, just on television. Yes, just on TV. And then um, also I remember being really conflicted as a kid because – Little House on the Prairie was on at the same time as Square Pegs. And I love no choice there for me. No choice. Well, I wanted to be cool like the kids at Mm. school and watch Square Pegs, but I really wanted to watch Little House. See, Square Pegs was not a thing. Ah, you're a little bit younger than I am. I'm a little younger. I was born in 77. Okay, 73. Yeah, so I'm at the tail end. You're more my sister's age. She's 74. Um, I'm at the tail end. So we, I only saw a Little House in syndication, really. Ah, either. Okay. Do you know okay. what I mean? So, yeah. and there's no competition. I mean, Pa is, he trumps everything for me. <laughs> I, I can see that. Yeah. I actually saw something that Melissa Gilbert posted the other day. And we're not going to talk about Little House the whole time, but it was a picture of her and Rob Lowe and her brother and like 
Michael Landon Jr. and like all these I know, kids. And I was I like, know. Oh my God. she had such an awesome like upbringing. I know. And she seems like an awesome person still. She is fantastic. She's like living her best life on an upstate New York farm with I, the dude from 30 something is what I call him. Timothy Busfield, I think his name is. Oh, yes. She is with Timothy Busfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, 30 something's a show we could do. But anyway, that's not why we're here today. We're here for. Yellow jacket. So I covered Little House for three years, but that's not where we fell in love. No, we fell we in fell love at the Bunky Meetup. In a little bar in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, but that's how you got on my radar. And then we fell in love at a, bu- at a Bunky Meetup and we live two-ish hours away from each other. Yeah. And the minute we started talking, I was like, oh, she's my jam. You're my jam. <laughs> Thank that's you. It. So are you. That's yeah. So are you. So. so we just, you know, we really wanted to do something together. And I know Yellow Jackets is your jam. And so you gave me a strict order while you were off like globe trotting with your new husband. I know. It's been really rough over the last <laughs> two months that I've had to go to Amsterdam and Spain. Spain and Amsterdam, guys. And I'm sitting on my couch binging season one of Yellow <laughs> Jackets in Scram, Pennsylvania. <laughs> that has These a- two things are not the same. They are not the same. They are not bad, but they are just not the same. So, yes, I had watched it when it came out. In fact, I think it was Mary Payne who mentioned it first. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And then I think I've watched the first season like three or four times. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got really sucked in. And I rewatched it like two months ago or so, specifically to get ready for it to come back. Because there's so many details and so many things that I just didn't want to forget. That's one of the plans that I have for this podcast is when we're done with season two, when we're done with any season of any show, I'm going to have myself and whoever's hosting with me, you for this, um, recap it, and then I'm going to put it out right before the new season drops. I like it. And it has, it'll have like a theme of everything you need to know about, you know, season two. Get us ready. Yeah, yeah. Before that makes season three. Yeah. I like That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Partly because, you know, I need that in my own life because my memory is so terrible. My memory my memory for things like this can be terrible. I have an encyclopedic knowledge of sister wives, as we know, but Me too. I can't tell you what I had for dinner last night. So, you know, we, yeah. we yeah. have the things. There are only so many places to store information in our yes. brains. And Absolutely. apparently mine is taken up with sister mm-hmm. wives. My um, card catalog is crowded. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes. As we come back to people who went to high school. <laughs> In the late 80s and early In the 90s. analog times. So let me ask you, what did you think of the first season since you had to binge it? Okay. So the I thought the first season was good. Um, I told Mary Payne on Pink Shade the other day, which guys, if you like reality TV, go over to Pink Shade. Hell yeah. That's where you need to be. Um, I was telling Mary Payne that I watched the entire series, the entire first season, I'm sorry, Without knowing that was Christina Ritchie as Miss. Yes, I heard that. Okay, yeah. How did you not know that? Um, The blonde hair is confusing because she's not a blonde. Yeah, and I think like the last thing I saw her in was The Addams Family. Like I just hadn't watched a lot of independent films that she's been in. I know she's like an indie darling. I just haven't seen a lot of that. So I was like, "Eh, okay, all right. Yes, Um, but now that you know that it's her. (laughs) So- Okay, so I found, I don't know if it's just like I've watched so many of those survival stories. I felt the same way about The Last of Us, which was ended up being fantastic. Yeah. But I you wear out on that stuff sometimes. I felt the stuff happening in the present was so much more interesting for me. Okay. Yeah, I could see the that. In the cabin. And I sort of feel the opposite in season two. I do too. 
Okay. I do too. Cool. Season yeah. two, the cabin has really stepped it up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's getting real weird. Shit's getting real in- weird. It's yes. getting real weird wherever the hell they are. I think it's I think it's supposed to be the Canadian Rockies, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Which yeah. h- how you go from New Jersey to Seattle via the Canadian Rockies. Something clearly went very <laughs> awry. <laughs> I hope I did not watch Lost, but I know everyone mm, like in this the Lost. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of people who were huge diehard Lost fans by the end were like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, this, what is this happening? Is wrapping this up. Mm-hmm. Um I hope we don't do that here, and I'm afraid we will, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, so let's start. We've we've kept the people long enough. Yes, this dive in. Season two, episode one, friends, Roman, and countrymen. And of course, I want to talk about this speech. Yes. This, this is my bud, Will Shakespeare. Yes. So this speech is from Julius Caesar, spoken by Mark Antony, and it's the ones that's friends, Roman countrymen, lend me your ears. I come to bury Caesar not to praise him. The evil that men do lives after them. The good is oft interred with their bones. So I feel like that first stanza Mm, really could be taken literally here. For for this whole episode, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. I got the Shakespeare nerd out of my system here. Okay. Good. Okay. I'm going to go with the music nerd though, because I, one of the oh, things I love what the show does is the music. I agree with you a hundred percent. And start bookending this whole episode with a modern day version of a past Tori Amos in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. That was brilliant. Well, you weigh in on that stuff. You'll be our music okay. expert. Okay. Cause as anyone knows, I live in a real specific time period with my music and I've yet to branch out of it and kind of dorky. Okay. We can we can help you with that. I'm the girl who requests Loggins and Messina when a band is playing. So there you go. <laughs> okay. So we open on the team. They're sleeping in the cabin. And the song playing is 17 by Sharon Van Etten. Yes. Is it released in 2019? I believe so. That makes sense to me. Um, I discovered her actually because she was the, in the music for like a Volvo commercial or something. Okay. And I was like, I was just mesmerized by her voice. The song is beautiful. Song is beautiful. And it really encapsulates like where all of those kids are. Absolutely. Very different than Wingers. She's only 17. Correct. Very different. <laughs> Very different. Very different. In Kip Winger is crying that he can't be a pedophile. <laughs> See, I, I thankfully have a bit of a blind spot for hair mm-hmm. bands. So you may have to be the hair band connection. I'll fill you in. I'll but fill I've you got in. You, I've got you more on the cure and all of that. Okay. So right, good. The good know, stuff. You'll, you'll go the new wave. Stuff. <laughs> and all you right. can have the shitty stuff. Cool. We're good. So well, here we are in the cabin. Lottie has gone full cult and is pushing, putting some smudgy stuff on Nat and Travis before they head out to hunt. Now, I will fully admit I am not into any of this stuff. I don't know what it means. The smudging, the saging. I mean, I think it just means God be with you or luck be with you. (laughs) I am dying to know what her cult is. Um, And we'll talk about it once we jump into the current day because she is very, they are stealing this page from a current day playbook. I feel like too. I feel like just sell yeah. some leggings and you're there. Okay. Sell some leggings and <laughs> um and some really long dresses and yep. talk yep. about suicide. But yep. So Nat does not buy this bullshit and I love her so much. Okay. I love her too. When we see we see the team arriving home and Lottie's parents are upset that she hasn't said anything since she's been home. I think it's 1998 at this point. Yes, cuz they were well 90 yes, cuz that's the date that they did and I think they left in 96 because they're in the woods yeah. for 19 months. Yeah. Wow. 
So. Yeah. So we see her getting shocked there because, of course, her dad's like, you got to fix her to the therapist. And they give her shock therapy. Now, I did a little research on shock therapy because I was like, there's no way they're still doing this. No, they are. They are, but it's much different now. The person is under anesthesia, so they're out. It's a different kind of electrical current. And it actually is proven like really effective in certain conditions. They've changed it a lot. This was a hard one for me to watch. My ex-husband, so I've, I'm married now, but I've been married before. My ex-husband's sister had horrible postpartum depression and they put her through electroshock therapy. Oh. This was uh, early 90s. Oh. So around this time. Yeah. This time, so not yeah. too far from this time. And in New Jersey, no less. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's all coming together. It's electroshock <laughs> therapy in New Jersey. Um, And she was never the same again. So like- yeah it's a lot but lottie clearly needs something yeah yeah i don't know what that something is an she exorcism does. a she good does. psych psychotropic i don't know what it is but she needs something well it's it's funny you mentioned you're divorced by the way because everyone knows i'm divorced my other co-host steph is divorced so i feel like you need to be divorced to be so on this a, show okay cool mm-hmm. cool i've got us twice i've been divorced twice so that's a prereq prereq yeah. it's okay cool. hey you're cool. an overachiever there you stop Okay. I, I'm like Cody. I love marriage so much. I'm a repeat offender. Um, oh, we're, we're going with third okay. times in charge. Yes. Anyway, so yes. So cut to Lottie in current day. She's shepherding her cult in a beautiful setting. She's clearly in the Pacific Northwest. I just don't know where she is. Well, is she? I, I was trying to figure this out too, and trying to make both- it seem like she's in New Jersey and she's not. Right. And since we're both somewhat local to this area, I'm mm-hmm. sure like you, you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out where these things are, even though this is a fake town in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They kidnapped Natalie from somewhere in central Jersey. Yes. So it just, just seems unlikely that she's in the Pacific Northwest, but that ain't New Jersey. That ain't even even like Northwest New Jersey. It's not the East Coast, unless it could be Maine. Could, you know, be. could be. Up there. It could be, yes. I don't, or could, I don't know. It's, we're going to, I think we have to spend a lot of our disbelief <laughs> through the show and we'll just do that with okay. wherever they are. Okay. okay. So she tells her followers, right now there is a version of you who knows who you really are and what you really want, a pure primal self. And there's nothing more painful than hiding that primal self, but it's no one's fault but our own. Shauna and Misty, meanwhile, in the current day, are practicing Shauna's interrogation by the police. <laughs> After, it's a disaster. Shauna just doesn't know how to answer. She's yeah. like, so, it, it's funny. I have mixed emotions about Shauna because I love her and I see a fierceness about her. Mm-hmm. But there's also like a real coldness about oh. her. She turns it on and turns it off real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that she in the first season just, you know, stabbed Adam right away and then was like, yeah. oh, well, I guess I have to go deal with this now. Like Adam, who was hot, who was hot. Yes. yes. And is not Javi, though. A lot of people think have, oh. have guessed that he might be Javi. Um, I don't believe him to be Javi, but that yeah, was one no. of the fan theories in season okay. one. Okay. Um, oh, but yeah, she, um, she, there's a vulnerability to her that I really, I love Melanie Linsky. I would watch her read the phone book. I love I her just, too. When she was in The Last of Us, she was brilliant. She was brilliant. Mm-hmm. She's brilliant mm-hmm. at everything she does. Yep. Um, 
I could, we could have a whole Melanie Linsky conversation. Yeah, let's keep chance. Yeah. Um, all right. So Misty says, look, the only thing you should say to the police is I want my lawyer. That's why I put it on this cookie. And she's a cookie. It's decorated. I love that she has a whole like <laughs> setup for like Hawaiian punch and cook. Oh God, she's I nuts. Know. Thaisa and Nat are no shows. Misty's upset. And she also says, you know, regarding Adam Martin, we missed something. Like I could just feel it. We missed something. I, I have a, a love hate for Misty. Like most mm-hmm. of us probably do. But yeah. I trust that bitch. If she says they miss something, they miss something. They miss something. Mm-hmm. That woman is who's sitting there cleaning she's her birth it. age. She's mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. So Ty goes and adopts a very cute little Yorkie named Steve. I'm worried about Steve. I'm worried about Steve too. And she's being pressured by her campaign manager to raise money for re-election, which I imagine is very true because she's already oh. like, I just didn't even take office yet. And we're already thinking re-election. Yep. Oh yeah. Pretty much as soon as the last ballot yeah. counted, you start again. So Misty's on her citizen detective Reddit board and someone has found a bunch of charges on Adam Martin's credit card. This is what they missed. Uh, and stuff that points to him having a mystery lady friend. There's like all of a sudden like nice dinners, a lingerie purchase. So clearly, you know, which is what every does. starving artist does. Yeah, of course, on the credit card. That's right. So at home, Callie and Kyle, her boyfriend, are pouting on the couch. And Callie's being pretty mean to Kyle. And when he leaves, Shauna's like, uh, what the fuck's going on with you guys? Why are you, you know, being a dick? And Callie says, well, I may have to break up with Kyle unless I get lucky and he just disappears. She is savage. She's savage. She is. Ugh. But she gets I, it from somewhere. She does. Oh, this this mm-hmm. apple does not fall far from this tree in the <laughs> oh, least. No, no. And it also took me to this point where I was like, oh, wait, she's not the baby from the woods. The timeline doesn't. No, she can't be. That's that was a lot of the question, too. So. So they fight about Adam and Shauna tells her um, Callie's like, you need to tell dad you're holding the secret. And then Shauna's like, your dad already knows. And then she's mad that this is typical teenager shit because then she's mad that you told dad. It's like, just let me jump out a window and everyone will be very happy. Anyone who listens to me regularly knows I have 16 year old twins who are just putting me through it right now. Yes. In a big way. Love them dearly. But but, mm. but they could disappear for a little while and yep, come back could, fully they, formed and that'd be great. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. So back in the wilderness, Shauna's hanging out with the corpse of Jackie. I'm just going to call her corpse Jackie. Okay. Um, in the meat shed. They're chilling. Meanwhile. <laughs> literally. In the- <laughs> literally chilling. <laughs> meanwhile in the cabin van and ty talk about ty sleepwalking and van has to tie Thaisa to her so she won't wander off and i just wrote wow she's keeping her girlfriend on a leash yes she is <laughs> literally who's she gonna, literally who's she gonna cheat with her on come on van no i think that was actually a brilliant idea to try to tie her together yeah, but yeah and that yeah. doesn't help i would probably tie her to like a door or like a beam something you know, yeah whatever something a little more permanent but so they, they're talking about Sean in the meat shed and Lottie tells everyone, look, we got to give her some time. She's having a trauma response. Like Lottie is trying to be all, uh, you know, playing therapist, shall mm-hmm. we say. Mm-hmm. And she's not wrong. No, she's not. Is it the healthiest thing that she's having all these conversations with her dead best friend? Probably not. But Probably. I too have had conversations with people who have I've lost in my life. This is not the strangest thing in the world to happen. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not while their corpse is sitting in front of me. No, I, I've yeah. done I've not done it with them <laughs> in corpse form, but yes. <laughs> Nor if I imagine they have reanimated and are talking to me as well. I, I prefer ghost form. I to, do too. 
Corpse form. So Shauna and Jackie talk about how Shauna and Jeff initially got together. And Corpse Jackie tells Shauna, the truth is that she, Jackie, broke up with Jeff because he was pressuring her for sex. And then they fight and Shauna pushes Corpse Jackie onto the ground and her ear comes off. Shauna puts it in her pocket, gathers the meat for everyone from whatever they had there, deer, whatever, and heads back into the cabin. Yes. In real time, am I calling it real time? Current time? Present now? day. Present day. Now. Thank you. Oh my sure. God. <laughs> I, you know, I no one would ever think I'm a writer because I can never think of the words. That's okay. I'm so here for in you. present day, Shauna still has Adam's things like a fucking idiot. Yeah. First of all, that she's holding on to his driver's license. Like his driver's license. Sh- goes straight in the shredder. Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably go throw it out in like a McDonald's parking lot. Like, get yeah. it as yeah. far away from the house as possible. Yes. And also, she's going to burn all of her journals? Yeah. How'd you feel about this? I did not like that. Did not okay. like that. Did you not like that more? Or were you more grossed out and fearful and sickened by Jeff answering the phone? Um, McDonald's, because I'm selling six pieces like they're hot. He's such a dork. Oh my god. He's such a dork. This is what happens when you marry the hottest guy in high school. Oh yeah. He yeah. turns into Jeff. He peaked. He peaked at 17 or 18 <laughs> and now we are furniture salesman dorky Jeff. With my the wife husband. that hates him and the kids that hates him. My poor husband, my best friend and I, we we're doing we're covering tiny beautiful things, guys. Give that show a try. It's really really good. Um we were talking about how my husband peaked at her wedding, which was about six years ago. So he's he wasn't happy to hear that, that his peak is over. But <laughs> I'm waiting for mine personally. <laughs> so um, my peak happened 20 years ago. You missed it. <laughs> you didn't so. get to have it. I got to experience yours. <laughs> so anyway, Shauna tells Jeff, Adam had an art studio that they had forgotten about and she has the keys. And Okay, I'm not I'm not there yet, but they're going to go over to it, which is the stupidest decision ever made. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Ty shows up at Sammy's school with Steve the Yorkie, and Simone flies over and is real aggro and is telling Ty, stay the fuck away from Sammy. And she tells Ty she found that thing in the basement. Now, Amanda, you're newlywed. Yes. What would you do if you went down into the basement and you saw the corpse of your beloved pet, dog or cat, whatever? chinchilla whatever you have and um his heart ripped out right next to him on some kind of creepy altar first thing i'd vomit i'm pretty sure and then i would drag my husband downstairs (laughs) and go what the hell is happening here (laughs) and then it would be divorce number three (laughs) and then i'm kicking your ass out and going back out into the world yeah no i I would need an explanation pretty quick. Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. wouldn't just, well, I probably would grab my kid and get the hell out, first of all. Yeah. Get my kid out of there, because clearly something's awry. But mm-hmm. I would have talked about it versus just scream at her in a parking lot yeah. at school. And to be fair, like, Thaisa was very upfront with Simone in season one, like, you guys need to leave. I'm going to hurt you. Like, there's mm-hmm. something going on. Yes. So, like, she, she, she knows. clearly knows, but doesn't know. Yeah. Like, I can't figure out yet if she totally dissociates. Yeah. Or if she's still there. 
Well, we'll talk about we'll next see. episode, but she yeah. can be pretty scary. Yes, <laughs> okay. she can. So Simone threatens Thaisa, like, you either step down and get the help you need or I'll go to the press. I don't know if that's the right call no. there. That was really, no. That feels ridiculous. But I think she's also pissed about her political career. Yeah, yeah. And she felt like Thaisa chose that over her. So I think that's her yeah. way of just like, I'm going to stag the knife in even yeah. deeper. Yep. So in the woods, Natalie and Travis are out hunting and he thinks he sees Javi. Now, I missed that Javi was gone. Okay. So that was the finale of season one, right? When they were going to cut open Travis and eat him. Right. Um, Javi disappeared that night of the dooms coming, the crazy bomb where they all tripped out on mushrooms. episode. Yeah. 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 So Sean screamed Javi to run, right? Yep. Yep. No one has seen seen him again. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. What are some of the fan theories? One was that he was. That he was actually Adam. Adam. Um, a lot of people think he probably died. Mm-hmm. TBD. Um, the other theory. Those are the two that were on Javi. The other theory that kind of comes along is that perhaps Adam was Shauna's baby. But the time the timeline doesn't work for that. Oh, and they were banging. I sure hope that's not true. Oh, I hope not too. Because okay. that's real gross. Um. Yeah, it, as a writer, I'm just thinking Javi, you know, it's Chekhov's gun. Like, Javi's yep. missing for a reason. Yep. So what plot, like, the only reason I could think if he just ends up being dead and it's a nothing burger is it does set up the tension between Lottie, Nat, and Travis. Correct. And I'm ahead of, I've actually watched all five episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, that triangle becomes more and more developed over time. So, yeah, so yeah. maybe it serves that purpose. Yeah, we'll see. Because I think it would take a lot for Nat to be um, dishonest with Travis. And she Mm -hmm. has been about this. But it's the only thing she's dishonest with. It's the only thing, yes. And actually, I think she's doing him a kindness or she believes she is. I do too, yeah. It's coming from a good place. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so um, we learn that uh, Natalie 
does not think that Javi's alive. And Travis is kind of pissed about this. And I don't think she's like thrilled that she thinks he's dead, but she's just like, we can't, like you said, we can't hold out hope for this. It's probably not going to end well. Misty now in current day shows up at Nat's hotel and the clerk is, uh, did you watch Six Feet Under? I sure did. Clerk is very dad from Six Feet Under vibes, right? He does. He does. Very much so. I love him. He's like a, he's one of those character actors that like shows up randomly. You've seen him. He's a fantastic actor. Yeah. Yeah. And he was great. And then I just like that he, he, how quickly he eventually caved. That was one of my favorite shows, by the way, Six Feet Under. Same. That's in my top five, along with Mad Men. Yes. The episode where David was kidnapped and they left him, they poured gasoline on him and left him. Me to this day, that that gutted me in in yes. such in such ways. And a friend of mine was actually a dead guy of the week on Six Feet Under. Oh, okay, yes. so. all right, cool. That's a great show, guys. If you haven't watched it, yes, and it holds up. It doesn't. It, it has does hold up. Hold. Yeah, because it, it was ahead of its time, so that makes sense. It was some of yeah. the ways they talk about some some LGBTQ mm, issues. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's a little cringy for today, but it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So. The dad, well, the dad, I'm calling him the clerk. Right. You shot the clerk? Who shot the clerk? I shot the clerk. He won't give up anything until Misty threatens to stay there and wait. And she even threatens him, like, with his social security number, where he lives. Like, it's pretty bad. She's nuts. She's She's nuts. nuts. So he says, Nat left money for the bill and split in the middle of the night, and that's all he knows. And Misty does not buy it, and she goes over and breaks into Nat's room. Now we see Sean and Jeff. I call them everyone's mom and dad. And they're heading to the seedy underbelly of New Jersey (laughs) art studios. (laughs) It's so funny because like where they live is like New New Jersey strip mall. And it's just like trying to be seedy and interesting. And it's like, it's not. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. So Jeff makes a joke. How do you get an art major off your front porch? Pay for the pizza. (sighs) fucking hate you dude okay womp, womp. as an english major i'm offended by that <laughs> so inside they find a ton of paintings of shauna and then they end up having some hot sex what'd you think about this okay didn't like it felt really oh. weird to me it okay. did not feel genuine yeah because i don't feel like jeff is the type he's not gonna don draper you he's not gonna no. throw you around no, he is not. No. I think I think Shauna would like for him to throw her around a bit. Well, more. she had that with Adam, probably. Yes, probably. I think Adam she had, and Adam had some wicked sex. Yes, Adam had a little grit to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeff is too nice, and I think Jeff looks at her as such a broken, traumatized person mm. that he's he treats her very he he treats her with kid gloves. Like, yeah, I but agree. he also knows how to treat her. Like he, yeah. the two of them have a. I wouldn't want their marriage, but they have a genuine marriage and they seem to really know who the other one is yeah. in their weirdness. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I had problems with it because just coming from a family of artists and considering myself an artist myself, not a visual artist, but I'm a poet. Oh my God. Like if people, my like if somebody who hurt me then went and had sex all over my poetry notebooks, I'd be right. that. <laughs> like to me an an artist's studio is a sacred space yeah and they completely just did not did not treat it the way they should plus like you said dumbest thing in the world to go to that studio real real dumb we know there's camera we live in a surveillance state guys there's cameras everywhere 
and they touched things and they had sex there. Yeah. And they made it really obvious that they touched things because they smeared her face with paint thinner in all these paintings. Right. Oh, come on. You two uh, are smarter than this. Yeah. This is going to come back to haunt them in a big way. Big time. At the cabin, Misty is, is outside getting water and Crystal is singing Glory of Love. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you love the movie Beaches as much as I do? I sure do. Because they referred to it in season one, which I was thrilled. Mm-hmm. And, and now here we have we this. Have this. And yes. I loved it so much. Okay. I did too. I love Beaches. So Misty yells at, uh, who's singing? Crystal. Misty yells at Crystal to shut the fuck up. And Crystal's like, I know I'm annoying, especially for non-theater people. And I like Crystal. I like no idea where the hell she came from because I don't think she was ever in season one. Mm-hmm. I think we're picking up some randos that have yeah. somehow magically yeah. morphed themselves into the woods. But I like Crystal. In her dorkiness. Sing. She, can, she sing. can sing. She's got yeah. some pipes. Yeah. So she offers to teach Misty to sing. And Misty, like, she goes somewhere when she hears this. I don't mm-hmm. know what that's about. Maybe she's off to finger bang herself to think about Crystal teaching her to sing. I don't know. I don't know. So... <laughs> Nat and the coach are making a map of the area. Nat is drawing the terrain from memory from each of her trips. And so they piece it all together and they've made like seven miles in each direction of the cabin, which is brilliant. That's a brilliant idea. And um, they have a quick conversation and coach is like, yeah, Javi's probably dead. And Nat's like, yeah, I know. So coach is like useless at this point. Coach is useless. But again, as a writer, and you may know the answer to this, please don't spoil it to me for me. I don't know what purpose he serves. I don't either. Okay. I have I've yet to come up with purpose. Okay. All right. Yeah. So meanwhile, Misty has broken into the hotel, like I said, um, and she sees signs of a forced entry. So she knows something has happened to Nat in current time. And she spots a video camera. Now we're back to Jeff jamming out to Papa Roach in his minivan. Which work. It reminded me of, is it Dead to Me? Do you watch that show? Yes, but I've not watched the current season. She goes in her minivan and she puts on like real heavy, intense, like guar, like death metal. And she's like screaming. And, you know, it reminded me of that kind of thing. Um, And then he he goes out and helps Shauna burn her dead lover's things in their grill. As one does. (laughs) Cook some hot dogs. And then cook some hot dogs. And catches their tree on fire. It's just like, come on, dudes. Okay, the catching the tree on fire, I feel seen in that moment because <laughs> I don't know how to control fire. Okay. I don't know how to like start a fire, control it, put it out, nothing. Okay. So I would light my entire yard on fire because I'd probably douse the whole thing in a ton of lighter so fluid. what you're telling me is you don't have your badge in fire safety as a Girl Scout. No way. No, no okay. way. Mm-mm. So... Ty, meanwhile, crawls through her basement hole and she sees the dog altar. Cut back to a super tense dinner when Jeff and Shauna and Callie are having dinner together and they're acting all normal, but Callie wants to just punch a wall and jump out of a window. Mm-hmm. She's not having it. She She's like, I'm going to get up and make myself, what was she going to make herself, like a veggie burger or something? Something like black bean burger or something because they were eating, you know, snouts and tails of of hot dogs and that just yeah. felt like the most teenage thing to me ever i know never happy no. and and jeff just kind of jumps up and is like no 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 i'll make that for you which i think raises callie's suspicion and we see that later yeah so in the cabin nat and travis are watching what nat calls stone age tv which is the fire which i thought was pretty funny mm-hmm. and how 
Go ahead. Bored must they be? Oh my god! And oh there's only there's, like there's only so many people you can have sex with. Do you know what I mean? We're we're gonna get to that. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, I mean, even if there are books in this cabin, which there may be, maybe, maybe. Yeah. First of all, this cabin seems to be really well stocked. It's really well stocked. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a real coincidence. Yeah, it's worked out really yeah. well that they have yeah. all of mm-hmm. these clothes, even though mm-hmm. they were going in the summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I get that they all have their team jackets. That all yeah, checks out. Up. Like they have all these winter clothes. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. When you go to Seattle via the Canadian Rockies, yes, stress for it. I guess it's making me feel like I should really overpack all the time now, <laughs> just in case. Oh my god! The season one with the plane crash—that's tough to watch for me. I have such an intense fear of flying. Oh yeah, if you have a fear of flying, that would really—and I have to—I I don't let it stop me. I have to push through, mm-hmm. but I'm white knuckled the entire time. Oh, like it is a state of heightened anxiety, like no so, other. Yeah. Yeah, let's not watch plane crash movies. Yeah, and Timmy wants to go to Australia, and I'm just like, we have to wait until, like, I have two months off of work, because we're going to need to stop several times and break up that flight. And you're going to need a lot of Xanax to Mm -hmm, get you through. mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. All right, so they're watching this TV. And we learn that Javi's been gone for two months in the cold, and Travis starts to have a panic attack, and Lottie places her hand on his chest and immediately calms him. Now. They play this out like she has some power, but you and I both know, I'm sure you've calmed people down through a panic attack. I have as well. My ex-husband had them terrible. It's all about the breathing. And she's just getting him to regulate his breathing, and that's all that's happening. Yeah, there's no magic here. Mm -mm. But Mm -mm. I I will say for a – well, she's had mental health issues her whole life. Because I was going to say for a 17-year-old to know that necessarily in 1996 or something. Yeah. It's just not – I feel like kids today would know that in a way kids then might not. I agree. Um. But she's also been in the mental health. Fucker. Right. That's what Gen Xer would do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry your leg got severed off. Just walk Mm -hmm. it off. You'll be Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. I think, though, that there is an element of Lottie that I do believe she is empathic. Agreed. She is insight. I think there's something to her. Mm Mm-hmm. I just don't think she's magic. I don't think she's magic. I think she has a lot of mental illness and probably has never been treated properly and but yes i do think she's i think she has a lot of what cult leaders have is that ability to really zoom and zero in on somebody's motivation and then mm-hmm. use it to her advantage now full disclosure amanda i don't know if you know this about me i am very easily suckered and would join a cult in two seconds like if we're walking through say we're going through like an arena for like cult fest Okay. okay, you would cult have to. I want to go to Cult Fest. I would go in a heartbeat. <laughs> you would have to tie me to you via, okay. like, just like Van and Ty. Okay. Okay. Because I would wander off into the first cult I saw. We will not let you join a cult. <laughs> this is my pledge to you. We will not okay. let you join All a cult. Right. Okay. We will just talk about the cults. Okay. I enjoy a good cult. I do too. So, for some reason, this gives Travis a raging heart on. Hey, he's a teenage boy. Whatever. Ever, it happens everything. all the time. The wind so, blows and he gets a raging boat. <laughs> Lottie says, look, Javi's alive. I know he is. And you could see Nat just like. Mm. Like, yeah. Stop torturing him, please. Yes. In current day, Nat is being held by Lottie's cult and she manages to escape. And the escape is pretty awesome. Yeah. 
She yeah. she has this girl like untie her left hand so she could eat, and then when the girl comes back, she like assaults her with the fork and almost kills her. It's pretty great. I love. She's like, "You're not left-handed, are you?" Nope. 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 So clearly, you can't do anything wrong with your non-dominant <laughs> hand. Obviously, yes. yes. So Nat runs through the woods. It's dark out, and she finally comes across this group, and it's Lottie and her her peeps burying a dude alive. I don't know what's going on here. I don't either. But now I feel like we can really talk about the cultiness of Lottie, which is, I feel like, a mirror image of Teal Swan. Yes. Yes. I feel yes. like they like went straight to that documentary she about Teal like Swan. Her, right. She looks just, looks like, just her. like her. She dresses like mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. She talks in the same way. She's in this like it's really all about beautiful self-improvement, spirituality, right. facing your flesh, fear, standing in your power. Head. Wait a minute. Yeah. Are Darcy and no. Stacey in this cult? <laughs> this cult might benefit them, actually. <laughs> I'm not usually I don't want to send anybody to a cult, but I I feel like Darcy and Stacey would do really well in Maybe, a maybe. Cult. But you're right. It is and even it's in episode two, like, we see Lottie kind of break that that wall of composure. Yep. And yep. we see what's underneath it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Yep. So in the cabin, Ty starts kissing Van and ends up like hurting her, chewing her lip and drawing blood. And then, you know, as you do, Van spells out I love you in her own blood on Ty's arm. That felt so teenager to me. But like I could see, I could see having thought that that was a wonderful thing to do yeah. when I was 17. Yeah. Am I saying her name right? It's Ty, right? Yes. Ty. 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 No, it's Ty. Okay. All right. Ty, Ty you're good. Because I'm like, I'm, I think I just had a mini stroke while I was looking at it. I'm like, is that how I'm supposed to say it? You are correct. So you would swear I didn't just watch 17 hours of this over the past week. Okay. Now, Natalie, there's actually, not to go on a sidebar, but there's actually like a disorder where you look at a word and it's so familiar to you that it changes and looks yeah. like it doesn't make sense. Yes. It's yeah. the same. I feel like it's the same thing that happens when you say a common word over and over again mm-hmm. and it starts to sound like something entirely different. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Okay. So Natalie comforts Lottie in current day or confronts. See? See? The wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable there. Mm-hmm. So Natalie confronts um, Lottie in current day and Lottie says, I have a message for you from Travis. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Now we get a montage with Tori Amos's Cornflake Girl, which is amazing and perfect use of music here. Yes. While that plays, we see Callie finding Adam's license. Half burned, but his name, address, and picture are still intact. Of course, it's perfectly done, mm-hmm. so we still have mm-hmm. that information. Natalie and Travis are heading out to hunt, and then we see Shauna eating Jackie's ear. <clears throat> End of episode. Done. Cornflake Girl's fantastic. Tori Amos can never go wrong. Um, I was actually supposed to see her last year and then got COVID. Mm. Mm. So pissed. My sister, I swear to God, I think has seen her maybe 40 or 50 times. Wow. I only saw her once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never seen someone have sex with a piano in quite the way that Tori Amos has sex with the piano during a concert. I saw Diana Krall and she was very sensual with her piano as well. Okay. But okay. yes, I, I do agree. I do agree. Now, I was always more of an Indigo Girls ah. fan. 
I was a huge Indigo Girls mm-hmm. fan. In fact, saw Lilith Fair not too far from you at Montage Mountain. Oh, that's right. During the Lilith Fair. Right, right. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, all right. So one of the things that we want to do on the show every week, guys, is talk about like an element of the episode that we loved and something we didn't love. So, Amanda, I asked you to pick out something you loved. Let's call it, I'm going to change the name every week probably, but let's call it what was cool in this episode. So what's cool, what's not. So let's hear your what's cool, what worked. I want Shauna's orange trench coat jacket. (laughs) That is super specific. (laughs) I was obsessed with it. I was completely obsessed okay. with it. Now, you know that I never noticed fashion. So did she have this on when they were going to the warehouse? She had this on at the warehouse. She had this on when um, she had it on a couple of times. I think it's mm-hmm. just like her fall coat. Her everyday coat. Yeah. Her everyday coat. But she kept wearing it with navy. And so it was just really pretty. It's like an mm. orangey red. Um, she had it outside when they were doing the barbecue and they set the tree on fire. I don't know. There's yeah. something about her coat that yeah. made me really want it. Because that's what you wear when you're undercover in the seedy underbelly of New, New Jersey art studios. <laughs> I feel like when you do colors, right? Like <laughs> colors that everyone would recognize from a distance. Um, yeah. I have, you know, the use of Cornflake Girl in this episode okay. was really great because the song's about female mutilation, but what's at the core of the song is that these girls feel they are being betrayed by older women. Yep. So, you know, we have. That while Shauna is eating Jackie's ear, and yes. there's we know there's a sense of betrayal between the two of them on For an sure. obvious level, but there's also like a more inherent sense of betrayal. Yeah, now, they was, were they were such the classic frenemies. A hundred percent. I was listening to an interview with the players from the Andes. Okay, flight yep. that yep. crashed. Remember in the seventies yep. in, yep. and saw, saw that movie with a friend of mine who was a vegan. Do not recommend seeing a movie about cannibalism with a vegan. Just so put that out there. It's called Alive, right? Yep. Yep. And this survivor was saying that they had actually made a pact that if one of them died, that they could eat them. Mm-hmm. You know, because they had just gotten so. And I think some people said that they couldn't eat them and they didn't. They like honored mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to them said what they were willing to have happen. Yeah. Um. I mean, I have to think if I were in that situation, I too would eat somebody. Like, I, would you I, let I somebody eat you? I mean, I'm dead. Sure, have at it. Like, what? Okay. But okay. I don't know. I mean, thankfully, I'm a I'm a I'm a fluffy woman, so it would be a long time before I would starve to death. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I have a lot, I was lot of runway. A lot of runway. <laughs> exactly. These skinny little athletes—they mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. nothing. You and I—we mm-hmm. got yep. this. We I would was actually, I was actually reading an article that. People who are overweight actually have a better chance of surviving uh, chron- like terminal illness. Oh, yeah, because you're not starting. Terminal yeah. illness is such like weight loss is such a side effect of it, and that's usually yeah. what wreaks havoc on your or- wreaks havoc on your organs and stuff. But you know, if you got a little junk in the trunk to play with, there we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, I don't know if I would let people eat me. I mean, I guess I would. I'm dead. I don't care. But I would be so paranoid that somebody, A, would kill me to eat me. Right. Or B, I would not be dead enough. Like like the situation with Van. When I saw that, I was like, see? See? my fears. You don't know if someone's dead. Right. Mm-hmm. What's, mm-hmm. It's not like we've got like an e- an EKG or, you know, <laughs> we're not right. testing brain function out there. Exactly. A hundred percent. All right. So what is something in this episode that you did not love? 
I did not love, and we already mentioned it, the sex at the mm. at the um, art studio. It just did not feel, it just did not ring true to me in their now, relationship. Is that a character thing? Like, do you feel like the characters, that was out of character for them? Or do you feel like it wasn't well acted? Or do you feel like Jeff is trying to be something he's not? Or all three. <laughs> it's not that it wasn't well acted. Um, but it felt manufactured. It just didn't ring true to them as, as their characters. Yeah, because when we first met them in season one, they weren't even having sex. No. And they yeah. tried to do this weird role play and that totally. I'm here for a couch. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. She's like, I can't not have my shirt on because it wouldn't be real. I wouldn't walk into a furniture store without a shirt on. <laughs> I mean, I do it every day. I don't understand what she's talking about. What she's talking about. What she's talking about. You know, I show up at Ray Warren Flanagan. (laughs) Shirtless all the time. Um, Okay, so my not cool is also from the art studio. Okay. And it's Jeff. I'm going to call him that Poindexter Jeff. Make it fun of artists. Fuck you, Jeff. How about that? Oh, yeah. He's clearly somebody who just doesn't feel like the world has given him his due. So he's going to shit on everybody and everything. And I want to know, you know, I've only watched episodes one and two of the new season. I want to know, do we not want to go back and address that he was blackmailing these people? Yeah, that seems to have totally disappeared. That was real shitty. Real, real shitty. Oh, yeah. To me, that's way shittier than having an affair. Agreed. Plus, he's got the crazy, you know, Russian mob lady after him. Yeah. For the money. Like, yeah. this has to, they have to pick that back up again. I hope so. I hope, I so. hope so. If you haven't already, check us out on Instagram. We're at Little Miss Recap. You can email us at littlemissrecap at gmail.com. You can find me at Amy Archer Writer on Instagram. And Amanda, where can everybody find you if you want to be found? I mean, that's a choice. I love being found. You can find me on Instagram at Amanda Lipnack, A-M-A-N-D-A-L-I-P-N-A-C-K. And that's probably the best place at this point. I tweet occasionally, but I don't understand Twitter. I I know. I've kept my Twitter. Yeah. I don't want someone else to have it. Yeah. I'm not over there. My husband's a big tweet twitter person so the most time i go on is just to like the stuff he posts there you go there you go go. yeah all right guys thanks for listening and don't forget thanks for listening and don't forget to share subscribe and leave a review that'd be nice Woo woo! five stars all the way all right thanks guys and we'll see you soon take care everybody Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.